Audio Hub Podcasts. This episode of Fabulous at 50 Podcast is brought to you in association with Serona Hygiene, an award-winning startup best known for its flagship product Peabody, India's first female urination device. It is a simple disposable paper device that allows women to stand and pee in dirty and unfriendly toilets. For more female hygiene products, visit thesirona.com. Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, the show that's all about being fabulous at 50 plus. We are back with yet another episode and with me is Sudha Menon. Good to be back. So Sudha, you know, I was reading this chapter uh, when daughters become mothers and it really reminded me of my own mother because, you know, every time I go home and I touch her feet, you know, it's some west festival or something and she says one thing, may all your wishes come true, but especially mine. <laughs> and one thing I've realized about mothers is no matter what you do, you will always fall short of their expectations. Well, absolutely. I think I'm in that situation all the time. I'm 52 and I keep thinking that there will be a day when my mom finally thinks that I'm okay and that you know I'm not uh, as much of a loser as she thinks mm-hmm. I am <laughs> because uh, my my experiences with my mother are like very 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 varied but the one thing that is very constant um, about uh, her telling me what to do is that she really thinks that I should have a legit career mm. she doesn't think writing is a career mm-hmm. you know she she worries i think about the fact that i don't make any money and there are days when she will actually call up and sometimes the calls come at 4 am because she can't sleep mm-hmm. and um, she thinks when she wakes up the rest of the world is uh, awake so i would like to tell you how my mother is you know my my mother is queen of paranoia mm-hmm. and my mother is the foreboder of all kinds of news she'll call up in the middle of the night to say somebody eloped with somebody mm. or somebody died or somebody gave birth and i'll ask her and the reason you're calling me at 4 am is to tell me this and she'll say but there you know i heard this and so i had to tell you and um, there are days when the phone will ring in our house and it'll be 3 am or something and she'll be like ay 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 and i'll think somebody has died mm. and i'll say mom what happened uh, and she will say i heard that you're going to goa tomorrow I said yes and so she'll say but why do you want to go to goa and that's near the sea mm. and don't you know the sea is dangerous don't you know your friends sisters niece died 10 years ago <laughs> drowned in the sea don't you know that don't go near the sea don't go to goa i'll say mom it's 3 am and can we have this conversation tomorrow can you can we just all sleep mm-hmm. and she'll say no i can't sleep because i also heard that you're taking your daughter and why are you exposing her to this danger mm. because Rush, you know the russians have taken over goa don't you know that you're a journalist you should know all of that and the russians are there and they're kidnapping people and you're taking your daughter there so this is the kind of mom mm-hmm. she is a queen of paranoia she's also the kind who will say yeah. don't go out at night because you know the world is a bad place mm-hmm. and she'll say i was thinking you know the other day uh, my friend jyoti's uh, uh, husband uh, came home and uh, he was talking to me about his daughter who's uh, now has this big corporate job and she makes do you know she makes 2 lakhs a month mm. she says and i say yes but mom it's 4 o'clock why are you calling me because i think that you should also get a corporate job mm. look at your sisters they are making so much money look at your brother he is making potloads of money and so this goes on you know and then there are times when she'll come visiting at home and mm-hmm. then she'll 
wander around the house when I'm writing and then she'll sometimes casually come up to me and look over my uh, shoulder and look into the laptop and she can't see very much without her specs. Uh, the specs are usually in the fridge where she has kept them by mistake. Hmm. So she wanders around, her around the house without specs and then she will look at the laptop. She'll know I'm doing something, do you know, some sort of writing. She'll say, what are you writing? And I'll say, I'm writing my next book. And she'll say, what about? Hmm. And I'll say, um, I'm writing about women. And she'll say, not again. I said, why? She says, but you know, you, you've been going on writing about women for the last 10 years. How many, how many more women do you need to write about? Write fiction. Mm. You know, look at Arundhati Roy. She's made so much money and never, you know, never mind the money, but look at the fame. You know, she's mm. a Malayali like you are and you need to become famous. So, yeah, that is a story that moms don't think their children have achieved enough. So and mom, my, your mom especially doesn't seem to mince her words at all. Not at all. Hmm. I think my mother and uh, I have this stormy, very loving but very stormy relationship. You know, mm -hmm. she she is uh, she's stubborn as a mule, and I'm that plus two. <laughs> so you know, it's when we meet, the house is like uh, completely uh, chaotic. And um, when you say that uh, mothers think their children don't measure up, I think I'm guilty of that also because there are times when I actually call up my daughter and say, you know, you have set up this fantastic uh, patisserie. And big brand, you've made it. But I think you're not doing enough marketing. And she'll say, Mom, it's just 8 a.m. And what is with this advice? Can we not have a conversation which always starts with you telling me what to do mm -hmm. with my business? Mm -hmm. She says, Mom, nobody in this family has ever set up a business. You're all salaried employees. And you're telling me how to run my business. Please, please, please don't do this. It's kind of surprising because, you know, when you told me about how your mother talks to you, I thought you would be the kind of enlightened mother who really gets her kids. No, not at all. I, I don't think. I don't think that. If you'd ask my daughter, she'll say that. Uh, she says, mom, you're becoming like your mom. Hmm. You know, you are giving me advice every single time. And please don't do that. I'm almost 28 and please don't give me so much advice. But I think that's the nature of the relationship. Mothers and daughters mm -hmm. will always work like that. Mm -hmm. There will be advice. My mother calls uh, my sister who lives in London. So when my mother makes her 4 a.m. call, mm. they're fast asleep in London, but she doesn't care. She will call to say that, I think that you should make sambar this way and not that way. Mom is a foodie of the highest order. And she's, she thinks that anybody who doesn't cook mm -hmm. uh, doesn't have a life. Mm. And um, when she comes visiting me in uh, Pune, She'll come with truckloads of food for uh, Hassel Harry. Mm -hmm. She says he looks so pained and he's morose because uh, I don't feed him enough. Mm. And so at home, uh, the circus begins the day she arrives, you know. So uh, 3 a.m. the cooker will go off and I'm trying to get some sleep because I was up till 2 a.m. writing something. Mm -hmm. And 3 a.m. Amma's uh, cooker whistles will start. Mm. I'll bang the door shut, hoping that she'll notice that I'm annoyed. But no such thing happens. No Mom is blissfully <laughs> unaware of anything that she doesn't want to notice. Hmm. And then I'll stagger out of bed at um, you know 8 o'clock and there will be idli and sambar and uh, chutney uh, and there will be papad. Hmm. You know, first thing in the morning there will be papad on the table and I'll say, what is, what is all this? She'll say that your husband has to go to work and hmm. you haven't woken up yet. You know, it's 8 a.m. <laughs> he's almost out of the door. And you haven't, so you have to cook for your husband. In the book, you also talk about your relationship with your daughter. So could you tell us a bit about that? Uh, single child. So I'm mm. guilty of being a helicopter mom sometimes. Mm. Uh, I find myself doing this. You know, I tell my daughter, I'm the kind of paranoid mother who will call up at uh, 
nine o'clock, uh, you know, on a Friday night, and tell my daughter, share your ride details with me, and she'll say why. So I'll say no, you know, Friday night and lot of people on the road, and there are drunks on the road, and you have to be careful. And I'll, and she'll say, mom, you know, please stop this. You know, we can't, we can't. The whole of Mumbai and whole of India works uh, with uh, uh, Uber and Ola and uh, whatever. So you can't, you can't ask me to share rides anymore. Mm-hmm. Thankfully for her. she now lives in another city and so i can't physically feed her but i am becoming a feeder like my mother feeds me all the time you mm. know any time she sets eyes on any child mm. my mother will feed that child till you know there is no space left in the body and i am becoming like that with my daughter sometimes i go visiting her um, uh, in mumbai mm. and um, she she has a very sort of fast paced life because mm. she's she's a baker by profession and mm-hmm. her days are begin very early and i'll be uh, in the kitchen making breakfast for her when she emerges from her room at 7 am and she says mom you're becoming like amama amama is my my no, mom and she'll say please i cannot eat all of these things in the morning i just need a fruit and some milk and then i'll uh, go to work please don't bother don't annoy me mm. that's the thing so funnily enough i think i'm becoming my mother in many ways you know and i am becoming queen of paranoia So there are days when I find myself um, having a conversation with my daughter. She'll be on her way to work, and she'll be sit- she'll typically calls me when she is uh, on the train going to work, and we'll be having this pleasant conversation. And suddenly, uh, I will remember that she is on a train, and Mumbai's local trains. I know how they work because I have done that, you know, uh, myself. And I'll say, please don't ever hang out of the train. You know, don't stand near the door because there are those people who throw stones. you know they stand on the tracks and throw stones at people and do you know the, one of those girls fell down and she lost a limb and she'll say mom i'm sitting in a train and you think this is the best thing to tell me just now i i don't want to hear this can we not have this conversation or then there'll be uh, days when we'll be having a normal enough conversation she'll be visiting in pune and i'll say uh, she'll be ironing my hair for me that's a big thing between me and my uh, daughter she's a magician with the uh, blow dryer so i'll say can you do my hair for me and so will be sitting mother and daughter happily and she'll be blow drying my hair and then she'll iron my hair for me and then i'll say and when you iron your hair do remember never to keep the uh, iron near the kitchen um, uh, basin because you know when water touches the uh, hair iron and if it's uh, live you'll be you know you'll electrocuted and she'll say okay mom and then i'll say and also the other day i i visited and i saw that you're using a electric uh, blanket and that will uh, you know you'll get a shock that's that's what we call it isn't it you'll yeah. get a shock so she'll say no mom i will not get a shock so that's what happens when uh, you, you she does these things on me then then boys you know the the boy factor always you know we'll be having conversations and i'll be i'll be uh, discussing some book i wrote about women and success and how how some business leaders women leaders always say that when you marry or when you find yourself a life partner make sure that he will be the biggest support system for you we will be chatting over the book and i'll say that this one said this to me uh, about a life partner and then i'll say and when and if and when you ever find a boy make sure that uh, he is um, sort of supportive of your career and all of that make sure he doesn't drink make sure he doesn't smoke pot Uh, he respects you i also say that don't get some pimply youth into the family and she'll say mom what is with this pimply youth this is my thing with her the moment i say boy 
she'll say yeah i know i know i won't get any pimply youth so then she will look at me sometimes and say yes mom if ever i find a man who fits all of these expectations and the expectations of your two sisters and your mother then i'll make sure that not i'm not available to him all the time so so you see where it goes so there is there is a uh, sort of uh, tips galore for uh, the child and exactly what my mother tells me uh, i tell her so life goes on like that for us so that's uh, that circle of it's a circle of life so yes and the circle of food hmm. i think we are we are we are <laughs> going to be like this till the end of our lives so i mean what the idea i get from the book and from your narration is that mothers are daughters and daughters become mothers absolutely so, you know it's a cycle exactly. it's a cycle so what is the message that you would like to distill from this i i would say um, let them make their mistakes hmm. i would say let them fall down even if they're bruised it's okay the key is to give them the values that will help them go through life with hmm. dignity and courage and uh, hmm. you know help them to be feisty at all times and um, the best way to grow a child is to teach the child to be independent and uh, to be responsible so a feisty mother will have a feisty daughter i hope so yeah i i want i want for her to know that uh, dignity and self respect are the two big things that you have to watch out for when you when go out in the on world. your journey of yes. life That's wonderful wonderful thank you sudha looking forward to the next uh, episode until then stay feisty and stay fabulous <laughs>